0: listening to the quad a killjoys podcast my name is stephanie and i'm annie
1: and i'm chris we are talking about episode nine of season three of killjoys reckoning ball can we talk about how great that title is because that's that a really great, great. God, really i'm like great, why yeah. is
2: there a ball in there that was just my <laughs> question I, I didn't get it but
0: do you need us to explain it to you now
2: yeah uh, later
1: okay okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay then. <laughs> Well, we will talk about anything and everything that happened in Reckoning Ball. There won't be any spoilers for future episodes past Reckoning Ball. Oh, oh I get it. I get it now. I get it now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: There's no Miley Cyrus in this one. <laughs> no, instead, we just got Pre. He was no. our pop star for the episode. It's so true. Mm,
2: I'd take him <laughs> over her any day. <laughs>
0: So let's get started with our quick reviews. I really enjoyed this episode. The last several episodes have been about these big picture reveals, and they've prompted a lot of questions about sort of the larger mythology of the show. Uh, but this episode, and I don't mean that as a criticism, that just was the type of episode that they were, but this episode brought us back down to our main characters of the show and their personal struggles. And I really enjoyed getting back to more of those character beats. I, I thought all the Reckoning Night stuff were great. And I especially loved the Reckoning Night moment between Davin and Dutch. I thought the writing was great. The acting was great. And I loved the choice of darkening the lights at the end, ending of the scene and just having them in silhouette as we, we went out of that scene. I thought that was really effective. And I also I, I loved seeing Delcea kind of back in her old role as a foil to Johnny and the gang, you know she's using her imperious, sly kind of way of talking that she she always does with them, and it was it was fantastic. I know she's so terrible, but I just enjoy her on the show so much.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's her that's her deal. Right, I, that's, I know, but I, I still deal. want to
0: smack her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I thought that the the Green Queen's sneaky infiltration of the rack has set us up into this very worrying situation to take us into the finale so it's a i'm worried but it's a good jumping off point for a finale right it's true yeah mm-hmm. so what did you think chris
1: i loved it i like the premise of reckoning night like you mentioned that being sort of a great setup for all the characters to have important discussions i mean it's, it's kind of an obvious setup but i'm into it
0: yeah <laughs> you know sure it's fine
1: whatever and I do think it's really appropriate for a season's penultimate episode, especially with them heading into war. Like, this feels really appropriate to me. Yeah. And uh we got several scenes, also, like you mentioned, of Dutch and Davin, like, really actually talking. And I thought those scenes were great. It, it always kind of amuses me because Johnny, especially at the beginning of the series, was always encouraging them to use their words as if they didn't. But I, I feel like a lot of the scenes we get with them are them actually talking about stuff that they don't talk about with other people. So I don't know. I just I like that dynamic, that aspect of that dynamic. I also thought the scenes with Delcea and Johnny were really interesting. Uh, They didn't necessarily go the way I thought they would. I don't know how I necessarily thought they would. But I thought it was kind of interesting, especially with Delcea, at least seeming, To be genuine in her concern about, you know, like, what is, what is this? Right. (laughs) Because that's something we've talked about before, with her really not knowing, and being seemingly kind of too okay with it. So it was nice to see that maybe she isn't quite as okay with it as she seems to be. And also, here we got some Pre and some fancy Lee and some Turin and Garrod. I love Garrett a lot. <laughs>
2: mm, and pre
1: And I, I love them all. I love them all so very much. But uh, I'm glad that we got to see all of these characters. And Hunky Monk. Mm. I'm sad about Hunky Monk. But mm. but he mm. got he got some solid stuff in this episode. So what do you think, Annie?
2: I feel like I'm repeating you two, but same. Another great episode. And like you two, I really enjoyed how the plot point of Reckoning Night was used to show off all the great emotional beats between the characters. I love the Dutch and dave scene, too. And the Fancy and turn one. I was just riveted when he, uh, you know, had a reckoning with him and let him out of the cell. I, I, yeah, I loved how all the supporting characters that we loved had their own pieces here and there, and they were all brought back into the story right before this big battle. I love the tension between Johnny and Delcea. Again, I, I know she's a pregnant lady, but I just wanted to smack her because she's still so, she's just trying to get under Johnny's skin. And I'm like, Ugh oh. but I loved how Johnny didn't give in to her demands at the end and didn't, didn't release her. I didn't see that coming. Although the the plan to implant memories in Catan seemed a bit overly complicated. And I was like, God, there's not any other way. And then it's just all, I'm all, this is not going to work. It's all going to go south. And it kind of did. And I was like, yep. There it is. But I thought that was a really touching moment. It was such a beautiful, beautiful montage at the end with pre-singing and how Dav talked to Johnny at the end and how that was done without dialogue, which I thought was really beautiful, and how Johnny just knew anyway, at the end, what Dutch was going to do, because he knows her so well. But now I'm worried going into the finale that if they can't get Dutch out alive, that they'd sacrifice themselves along with her. I don't, I don't know. For the greater good, to win the war, I don't know. So I'm just worried going into the finale, but that's just excellent writing. And and no more hunky monk. I mean, say it isn't so. It's terrible. I was just, oh. it's that's, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was Andy's so worried about stand on that one. Well, no, I was just uh,
1: <laughs> shut <laughs> up, poor <More, sighs> Annie. Yeah. I do I, have to I, go back. I failed, my words failed me. Okay, that was the only
2: one that came to mind. It was horrible.
1: <laughs> but Annie, the thing about Johnny and Davin. Like, you, you caught that they're really not going along with Dutch, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. But I I just, that's me. I worry, you know. I just worry. It's all going to go, I'm preparing for, like, the worst outcome. It's all going to go south. And But how uh, will
1: there be another season I know, if that happens? I know,
2: happens? I know. It'll be fine, I guess. I'm just, I'm still worried. I just, I overly worry.
0: <laughs> it'll be I'm fine, farrier. I guess. <sighs> well, I guess because I'm me, I'm going to ask that we start with talking about Delsea and Jotty. <laughs>
1: I'm sure Delcea would demand she goes first anyway. It's true.
0: It's Can I get a snack? Can I go first? (laughs) I will give her a snack and let her go first. I will do both of those things. I actually have really good snacks in my house right now, so come on over, (laughs) Delcea.
2: Yeah, I have no snacks, so she's not going here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was actually really pleased that Anila now has more than just a first name from Delcea. We got a fuller name for anila that she called her commander anila kinrit and i just i just was happy about that does that make me weird i don't know but i like that she has a full name a little
1: bit but that's okay
2: (laughs) i don't know i think that's a cool name it fits her
0: i'm wondering where that last name or last part of her name came from it feels like maybe it is descriptive of her in some way in regards to the holland because that was not the name of her family when they were living on crash
2: yeah i don't know i don't remember did we ever Post? get the name
1: of her family on
2: Crash? Yeah, what was the family name?
0: Y- uh, Yardine. Okay, I
1: was wondering if that was what that was.
0: I believe they said that in the... I, please correct me, I haven't gone back to rewatch yet. If people are, are listening to this episode and yelling at your, at your phone or whatever you're listening on... I believe that's what they said when we saw the flashbacks to Anila's memories as they, they clarified what family they were from. And it was... it was Well, maybe it wasn't Yardine, because that was the one that they said... I thought that
2: was Dutch's family name. No,
0: I think it was Yardine. I think it came from their original family name, because they had been banned on Crash or, you know... Okay.
1: Well, he, he erased exiled. their family name from the records, because they were leaving. Yeah. And so I wondered if that was actually their last name, when we see Klein first talking to Dutch, mm-hmm. and saying your name is Yella Jardine, And then she says, they say it is a shameful name. So it's like, so is that really
0: their family name? Because that might make sense. Yeah, I think I think that they made that more clear in the memories episode, but I'd have to go back and rewatch to be 100% sure. However, it's I been think a while. Seeing- things have happened since then. <laughs> Granted, I'm going by how they spelled her name in the subtitles, which are notoriously not very reliable. They did spell the kin part of Kinrit as K-I-N. So maybe it has to do with related to whomever Rit is. Maybe it says something about how they became Hullen. I don't know. But I just thought it was an interesting, interesting that we got a fuller name for her.
2: Maybe it's a type of Hullen rank
0: or something. Yeah. I don't know. Because they they have been very conscientious about titles and how they're used within the different social classes on this show so far, so I was I was curious about her name.
1: Right, because there's you know Delsa Kendry for example, and we know that it's Kendry is like how you address her if if you're actually like forgive the expression an intimate relationship, let's say. Apparently.
2: <laughs> oh, I will so not forgive that expression. I want that expression in there as much as possible.
1: Okay.
2: No, never mind.
1: Anyway. <laughs> so, so I mean, it's not how we have our our name order, if you will. Especially since we know that Seiya is actually the title, which is right in the middle there. Right. Okay, so I did have a question. Did Anila think that they'd take Del prisoner? Like, is that their plan? I thought it was. I thought that was the plan all along. I didn't. I figured it probably was, just because... I mean, she'd have to assume that it was a definite possibility that they wouldn't let Delcea leave. And it fits in with that comment that she made to her last episode of, I have a plan, but I don't think you're going to like it. Yeah. Hmm. Which could also just be a matter of going and talking to Johnny. Who knows? Right,
0: Going but, back to the quad or what have you.
1: Yeah. And also we got that shot of Delcea at the end here where she, she looked kind of smug about her imprisonment, so...
0: I think, it, perhaps it's not the most appropriate metaphor, but I thought she was something of a Trojan horse. At the very <laughs> least, <laughs> at the very least, I think that Dalsea was attempting to do the same thing Johnny was attempting to do, because Dutch and Davin pushed him to talk to Delcea to buy them time, and I think Dalsea was doing the same thing, so that Anila could infiltrate the rack that uh, as she apparently did, as we see at the end of the episode. Right. So I don't know necessarily that they were a hundred percent sure that she would be imprisoned, but I do think she was there to bide her time to provide cover to whatever Anila was doing to get inside of the rack.
2: That's fair. But at <laughs> the same time, you know, we're talking about how Delcea is, seems to be genuinely concerned about what's inside her. I would be, there's this thing inside of me that was put in there without my consent. Is it alien? Is it, you know, Holland Is it human? What did Zeph find out? That, you know, they said it's definitely not a normal baby because it's only been in there for three weeks. But it seems to have human DNA.
0: Because it's Davin's yeah. child.
2: And, but and it's probably... Not, but it's growing at an accelerated rate.
0: Right. One, it seems like at least one of the parents is, is fully human because it came from Davin. I don't know how Holland being. The fact that Anila is, is. What's the word? Infused with the Holland parasite. I don't know how that affects her on a DNA level, but I would assume that would cause the deviation. The fact that one of the parents is Holland and one of them is human.
1: Right. Didn't they also mention advanced healing or something? Mm-hmm.
0: I believe so, yeah. So that definitely Holland.
1: Mm hmm.
0: But at least we know now it's not a moss baby. It seems to be a more typical baby, or at least a more typical looking baby.
1: I was going to say, at, at the very least, it's a human-shaped moss baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that scared me when Zeph was saying, well, or it could be a claw, and then starts moving. A few minutes later, I'm all, ah! So, <laughs> that is wrong.
0: But I thought that this brought up some interesting questions, because here we have... The we have Anila sort of harvesting Davin's DNA for her own purposes, and now here he's ha- he has a child that he didn't consent to. Uh, on top of the fact that Delsa is carrying it, and she didn't consent to that either. It's all very icky in regards to consent Squeaky. and yeah, and and people uh. being able to do what they wish with their bodies and their genetic material. Mm-hmm. Wait, so
2: if it's Anila is the baby thing mama that but if Helen aren't able to have kids how was she able to integrate with Davin's
1: DNA to make a kid but we know that at least some of the green goo Anila is the source of
0: but that was that was the reveal though because of Davin's resistance to the green goo that was her hypothesis that that might enable a Helen to bring a baby to term hmm. Because I, I suppose maybe it, if it's the goo that kills, potentially, uh, an infant, I don't know, or just the fact that it's infertile because it's a parasite, I don't know. But it's, it's Davin and his resistance to the green goo that they are, at least story-wise, are saying is allowing this baby to be possible.
2: I'm wondering why they mixed it with Anila's DNA instead of Delsea's DNA. Like, they just used Delcea as the host, basically. I-
0: I would imagine because of Anila's enhanced abilities with the plasma. They Hullen have been very interested in those and how she is able to do what she does. So hmm. if Gander's job is to study her and he's trying to reproduce Helen, it feels like they would want to reproduce one of the more powerful Helen. Well,
2: but why not make Anila pregnant then?
0: Well, I mean I don't know what Gander's entire plan was, but
2: I'm <laughs> just curious.
1: Be, yeah, I'm just wondering.
0: He was doing this without really telling her so you know
1: and also there were implications that there had been others before that they had run these experiments on that's true so essentially it's because Delcea is disposable as far as gander is concerned hmm. right maybe yeah, they good- didn't
2: maybe they didn't want to take the risk with anila getting her impregnated because they needed to see if it worked first on a what they consider a disposable host
0: Right, that's what Chris is getting at, I think. The fact that if something had gone wrong and had hurt the surrogate, they would rather it have been Delcea than Anila. Hmm. This is all stuff that I am inferring. (laughs) They did not state this explicitly, but I feel like these are safe assumptions to make. But I thought that Johnny's statement that he made about the possibility of Holland reproducing would then mean humans extinction, because they wouldn't need them anymore. And this is a dark answer to (laughs) this question, perhaps. But my my question was then, like, but is that really the case? Because it feels like the Holland would still want humans to enslave.
2: Is that their end goal, though? Or just to wipe them out?
0: Well, they've been using the humans as hosts. They either turn mm-hmm. them into, ma- to make other Holland, because they couldn't reproduce, or they make them, and those are like the free-thinking Holland, or they turn them into slave Holland, which then do their bidding. Yeah. So, it but feels like... once they like, can
2: reproduce, they don't need them, so...
0: But then who's going to do the dirty work? Well, they could
2: find, you know, they just have the, they just re- reproduce more Holland and use some as slaves and some as free-thinking ones.
0: I just you feel know, like given what we've seen of civilizations across time, they would rather have others that they can make the lower classes, mm-hmm. people who are different from themselves. I do think, however, if there were like naturally born Holland that were that would rearrange their social structure a bit with sort of the naturally born Holland probably being at the top of the food chain and then like the, the hybrid human Holland hybrids would be under them and then you know, this ha- the humans they're still enslaving could, p- could perhaps be under that.
1: And you remember that they do actually have humans that are slaves that haven't been gooified,
0: Right. Because we saw that colony back on the, the planet where they picked up Quinn and the remnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, whether or not they need more, I don't know. To me, it depends on how much they plan on reproducing, if you will. Because right now, if if the power structure shifts... Because it seems like Holland can live indefinitely, right? Mm-hmm. They are very long-lived, it would seem. Right. So it could just be like, everybody just moves down into the lower class. And, you know, that's one way of doing it. Like, they just have a bunch of new-born Holland. And then everybody else moves to a lower class. Or, yeah... I, I guess if the question is if they plan on continuing to spread throughout the universe or whatever, then yes, I, I suppose it would be possible that they would need to enslave the rest of humanity. I guess I don't know, but I guess that could be depending on your outlook. Could also basically be the extinction of humans, right? Yeah. If they all get turned into
0: Holland, I suppose, but they might not. Like you pointed out, they don't. In, they don't turn all humans into Holland. To enslave them. Right. Well,
2: no matter which way, it doesn't mean anything good for humans.
0: Exactly. That's what I was saying. Like, yeah. there's no good answer to my question. But <laughs> I was like, I don't know that that's necessarily the outcome, but maybe it is.
1: But yeah, I, I had a similar response when Johnny said that. I was just kind of like, I don't know that that's actually what this means. But again, not that the alternatives are good. Maybe it's just like the quickest way to convey how bad it is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> This is dire. We're going to frame it this way and hope people don't overthink it. Sorry.
1: <laughs> it's our jobs, kind of, it's except not really because we don't actually get paid for this.
2: <laughs> because fandom gives each other jobs to overthink it.
0: It's true. It it kind of comes with being a, a fan of a show, if you're but in I fandom, at least. you got to overthink things. Yep.
1: But, you know, at least this show is worth overthinking.
2: Exactly.
0: I did enjoy... Del Saya's very coy allusions to her feelings for Anila that we got in this episode. Again, I'm like, they're so terrible, but I still kind of ship it.
1: (laughs) Because they're so weirdly sweet
0: with each other. It's like they are terrible
1: to everybody else, but they love each other.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I love how I feel so torn about these two, because, you know, I, I both love and hate it, because... I recognize that they're villains. And so the fact that they're not good people, they don't necessarily deserve a happy ending or even to get to live. But I love them so much. I want them to stay on the show. Don't kill them, please. (laughs) (laughs) I was was actually contemplating this,
1: I don't know, a week or two ago. And it's like, they are so very terrible. But at the same time, I would totally watch a show based around them. (laughs) Yeah, like with them just like, being terrible to people who are more terrible than they are yeah <laughs> like that would be really entertaining for me <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, it's hard to find people who
1: are more te- well yeah, you can find a few
2: people more terrible but not many
1: well, i mean <laughs> I-, I guess it was maybe last week with anila torture and gander and i'm kind of like i kind of watch this show where she's uh, like yeah. Uh, yeah give me my kendry back <laughs> <laughs> torture
2: oh an ice cream
0: <laughs> yeah. See, I've got ice cream, Delcea. Come to my house. I've got a lot of ice cream. You usually have <laughs> but ice then cream. Then Anila but I have will none. come after
2: you. <laughs> oh it that's okay. Off my lady. Stephanie will be okay with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're probably not wrong. On Tatiana is everyone, our Orphan Black podcast. Stephanie and I just wrapped up our coverage of the fifth and final season tier of Orphan Black. If you're new to the show or to the fact that we have an Orphan Black podcast, we have discussions of all of the episodes, plus other topic-based discussions. Don't listen to the episodes about Season 1 until you have watched all of Season 1, please. Because spoilers! Season 1 only, but spoilers. You can listen to the podcast and find out how to subscribe at tatanaiseveryone.com.
0: So moving over to Dutch and Davin's ultimately failed plan with the implantation of the memories. Why did you think it was overly complicated, Annie?
2: I mean, I guess they had no other holland from which to work with than Catan. But it's like Dav couldn't have done it himself with his connection with the goo. You know, they couldn't have found a less dangerous way to do it. Because I was like, that's so risky. And then Pip's talking about the whole plan in front of her. I'm like, don't do it. And then, you know, I mean, even uh, beforehand, uh, when uh, Dutch was revealing the whole plan, and I'm like, please take that memory out, Dave, and he did. But, and then they have the whole fight sequence, which is beautiful, by the way, with the strobe lighting. And oh, my Dutch, oh, she's such a kick Bad arse. Oh, we have to have that kind of sequence. I loved it. But then it was all for nothing because she got her f- hand of the goo anyway. And I'm like, ah. So I was just well, like, I, I was just I frustrated <laughs> that the whole thing, like, you know, 20 minutes of the episode was on that. And then it just, you know, all went dead sideways anyway.
0: Well, I, I guess... The plan with Catan did not seem overly complicated to me. I don't think we've actually seen Davin insert any memories into the Green. He's only visited them, so mm-hmm. I don't know that he has that same connection to it that the Holland do because he's not actually Holland. He just has the yeah. ability to manipulate the Green.
1: Davin's in like read-only mode. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> he can't. He can't save he any changes. He's just <laughs> read-only mode. <laughs> so Is it's, it's kind of
2: like a uh, you know. The useless Windows read-only, yeah, I that's get it. What,
0: that's the joke. <laughs> 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 that's a good analogy, Chris. That was a good analogy. Thank you. Um, so I don't think we've seen him insert any of his own memories. He's just visited other Holland's memories. So I don't know that he can. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that we know that they have access to any other Holland at this point, besides yeah. Dan. So I do think she was the only option my mm-hmm. big thing about the whole plan that i kind of wanted to thump dutch over the head about was why did she bring the actual thing of green into the fight didn't she have some green jello <laughs> laying around she could have mocked yeah. something up why bring it
2: so <laughs> close and then tempt her with it wave it in her face going here it is and i'm like she's Holland dutch i know you're the best there is but it's a high probability she's gonna beat you
1: Which is why I kept wondering. I'm like, okay, this is clearly part of their larger plan, right? Like, they're tricking her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I have to
2: say, oh my god, Catan's abs... Gosh, dang. I mean, the actress, Tara Spencer Narn. Oh my God, you work out, girl. Oh my, oh, whoa. <laughs> I was just like, I know Dutch arm porn, but that was ab porn. And with the flashing strobe lights and all that, I was like, go, go. I don't know what side I'm rooting for. It just <laughs> looks so good. So uh,
1: just props for that. <sighs> he is Joyce. ready for the side of her id. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I think I was also upset because... Then Pip seemed to have this whole plan, which was to trick Catan, and, you know, and and you crashed Lucy, and I'm like, Lucy's down, ship down, ship down, ship offline. I was so upset by that. I was like, oh my god, Lucy had better not be permanently damaged. So I was just like, ah, then, you know, she ended up getting the goo anyway. So that's why I was happy when she got spaced, and, you know, Dav's like, take out the trash. Lucy's like, gladly, I'm all, yeah. So, uh but
0: I've been calling it the green specifically for you, Annie, and you just called it the goo. Can I go back oh, to sorry. calling it the
2: goo? <laughs> I'm sorry, I c i have it's it's Winona Earp holdover, but uh, the green, so Oh dear. But I just uh it was a great action sequence.
0: I also thought there would be more to the reveal that Pippin Got Lucy to pretend to be offline. I mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt like there might there should have been more to that than that, but I don't think there was. It just she pretended to be offline so that to help foil Catan's op- ultimate plan, I guess. Mm-hmm. So she couldn't get to the to the plasma pool. So I guess you know it helped, but I I felt like there was supposed to be more that came from that than there did. Than yeah. There was.
1: yeah. 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 Me too. But but you're right though, Stephanie, about the whole why couldn't she have some fake green goo because mm-hmm. like slime is very popular with the kids these days mm-hmm. does she not know the recipe i feel like that would be easy <laughs> enough to whip some up right well, I feel yes like exactly have
2: some on hand just in case just borrow some from the royal i'm sure Pri has got some something green behind the bar so
0: <laughs> it, she could have used some seaweed beer or algae, algae beer. Beer. that's what it was algae There's beer, algae beer. <laughs> Oh, but I, I gotta say for the, the whole memory implantation thing, I, I love a good actor's pretending to act badly scene. <laughs> you know when I me. saw it
2: initially, I'm all something's off. <laughs>
0: like, wow. I know I was sitting there thinking, like, wow, Luke McFarland was having an off day that day. <laughs> I <know.
1: laughs> no, I figured they I, I figured out what they were doing, cause, uh I am apparently less gullible than you. <laughs> I'm the most gullible viewer ever. I own it.
2: So. I was teasing. No, I, I seriously am. So that's why. Why do you think I'm always the one in this podcast going, "What? I don't <laughs> get the jokes. I don't get the title. I don't understand anything. Help, help!" That's why I do this podcast with you guys to get my answers. <laughs> I'm just the you're... awkward turtle of the podcast. Help! <laughs> I'm waving my arms around awkwardly and like. Shortly, but you can't
0: see him. So <laughs> Annie is our Zaph. Yeah,
2: she I is. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but Chris, I gotta ask you because I know that you've seen Thirty Rock. When Pippin handed Davin the mug, mm-hmm. did you think he was he was going to use the Jack Don- Donaghy acting technique? <laughs> yep.
1: Is like what? Does he not get one for the other hand also?
0: <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> do you have two mugs? <laughs>
1: Yes, this feels much more natural.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry, Annie, if you have no idea what we're talking about, but it's I hilarious. I have no idea. Again, help, it's help, a turtle.
1: That <laughs> <laughs> does not watch enough TV. Oh, that, I, think it, I think it's maybe on Netflix. We can find a link for you. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. thanks.
0: Yeah. Uh, but speaking of other potential pop culture references... As you mentioned, Andy, I guess this is more of just a sci-fi trope, but when, when Davin airlocked Catan, uh, I was like, oh, he's been taking leslin- lessons from Laura Roslin. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Man, that's just, that
2: lady is uh, airlock happy, so yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, but that's a standard sci-fi trope thing, right? Oh, yeah, to yeah. How you deal with the, the bad guy. If you have exhausted mm-hmm. all other mains as you, you space them. They did it but, on the 100 also. Mm-hmm. Yep. They floated them. And Star Trek, a ton. Babylon 5, just a ton of, of sci-fi shows. Uh, but Catan's name, I was like, is she named after the board game, Settlers of Catan? I kept making me <laughs> want to pay, play board games.
1: But there's no She's... settling her.
0: No, she will not accept wood for sheep. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a Settlers of Catan joke. <laughs>
1: I just accepted it at face value until Annie started
2: laughing. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> oh boy. <sighs> that took me a minute, but that was funny.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Annie. I just made my day. <laughs> But I oh, thought this Annie. whole ending place for the storyline with this plan of theirs, which sounded potentially viable, right? Like a, a way to to at least have a distraction for Anila, feed her some false information. It didn't sound like a terrible plan, but the fact that they had them fail yeah. right before we're going into the finale, and we also get this big surprise that Anila has infiltrated the rack, like... I can't remember another show where things have looked this dire for our heroes going into the finale. So I'm really worried. Well, I mean,
2: when I rewatched it, it made sense because they couldn't find Danila's fleet. And yet she had to be close because Dalsea's ship was able to infiltrate with technology that they couldn't, you know, see past. And I'm actually a little bit surprised because it was kind of in the back of my mind the whole season going... When is Anila going to pass herself off as Dutch? Not that I wanted it to happen the way it did. Why did she go after poor Elvis? What has hunky monk done to you but flash his abs for the universe's enjoyment? And his arms. Do not forget his arms. His arms.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Offended. Excuse me. I'm sorry.
2: The arms. I just, but I'm wondering like from a, tactical or whatever point of view was he like the furthest out you know where the elevator in the temple is and that was the first point she was gonna hit but Mm -hmm. and how does you know but then she has dutch's memories correct or you know how does she know that alvis was so important to dutch i don't know if uh, everything from dutch has been taken from her
1: well we know that she's had spies or, or rather the holland have spies Within the rack. Yeah. That's a good point. And have for a long time.
2: I was totally suspicious of that, I guess, young priestess that Alvis was was talking to at the beginning. I'm all she
0: That was quinn That she was she was was the young woman. Yeah, that was the young woman that they took from the planet where they were had her eyes sewed shut and then they unsewed them.
2: I don't know why, but I Okay, never mind. But I was suspicious, so
0: she still could be a spy though yeah, you never I know I mean, who knows? but oh man, so I hope not. I want her to come save Hunky Mug, but go ahead.
2: <laughs> I don't know, do you so it's a terrible thing for me to ask Stephanie, but do you think it's realistic that he's gonna
0: survive because I was just I don't know oh. I really don't. It does not look good for him, no. but at the same time he had a sense that something bad was coming. I'm hoping he might have had some sort of backup plan of some kind. I don't know. But it does not look good for Hunky Monk. I fully admit that. It's terrible. Well, I, I'll be sad to see him go so soon, though. I feel like there's still so much I want to know about him.
2: Yeah, and he wasn't used that much. When she season. says
1: no about him, she means see his abs and arms somewhere. Mm, that is not
0: what I mean <laughs> exclusively, Chris.
1: <laughs> no, she did
2: not say.
0: I know. She did say exclusively. I know that's not but,
2: all you mean.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I have to say...
2: That scene at the end, and then just that whole beautiful sequence again with Prius singing and that whole sequence and the conversation that Dutch and dav had like I'm an emotional viewer, but um, really shocked. <laughs> but those those two scenes were the first time I was just in shock and I just uh, yeah I started crying actual crying not like misting like Stephanie has but <laughs> those two scenes made me cry this week so. I was like, not Hunky Monk, poor Stephanie. So those are my thoughts.
0: Yeah, I was, I got pretty upset. I thought that was filmed really well when, when not Dutch, when Anila started approaching Hunky Monk. I thought they set it up well, because they had Dutch tell Davin and Johnny there was something else she had to go do. Mm -hmm. And so then we see somebody who looks like Dutch approaching Hunky Monk. It seems reasonable, it's her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then as soon as I saw, she got closer, and I kind of thought, hmm, Something seems off. And then as soon as I saw those dark fingernails, <laughs> I was like, nope, nope, right. that Dutch is Anila. often
2: uses dark nail polish. Hey, I was Not fooled to because the Dutch... that Anila does. Well, I was just fooled because, you know, Anila didn't have her usual purple lipstick on. Really, it's not
0: purple really really it's
2: black dark, green <laughs> green purple lipstick um but of course it's not I, purple again i'm the most gullible viewer ever so even as when she took his throat i was like wait that's not dutch what's she doing what is she doing you know because again i'm going finally i'm like no it's Anila." you know
1: so- and he says why is dutch doing that i know <laughs> what does he do to her i know
2: Again, gullible viewer. It takes isn't me as sexy as I'd hoped it would be
0: <laughs> to catch
1: up on Oh, wait, that was Stephanie.
0: <laughs> it's true. You just bled over into my perspective a second ago. <sighs> um, <laughs> but it, I, I'm trying to be comforted that if, if Hunky Monk does not make it, I like At least he went shirtless? He, at least he went shirtless. I thought he... I'm trying to be sweet here. I thought he and uh, Dutch had a nice scene earlier in the episode mm. where he gave her the knife and, and she took it saying that, you know, if only to avoid sad monk face, I'll take it. It was, it was a nice little scene between the two of them. Yeah,
2: but Dutch is really going to be even more on the warpath if he's gone. And that's, this, they're literally
1: on the path to war. Yeah. Ending. Well, okay, okay. <laughs>
0: i
2: said even more okay
1: i know i know i'm
0: teasing i can't stop apparently chris is just the troll this episode it's okay i am the patsy i know (laughs) what am i you're the patsy chris is the troll who am i
2: you're just the i don't know you're the hunky monker person
0: (laughs) you are you are the settler of (laughs) Yes. (laughs) that's all i've ever wanted in life sheep for (laughs) wood <laughs> Got wood <one> for shaping. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh,
2: that's really dirty. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I want a T-shirt with that, please.
0: I'm sure they make those. I'm pretty sure there is. With I'm, emojis, yeah. I'm pretty
1: sure I saw one one time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you might be able to find one at um, Dragon Con Okay. okay. I'll it's go true. look. I'll go look.
0: Yeah. Oh. So it, even though our protagonists have never really managed to seem to have an upper hand over the Holland this season, I do feel like they have quite a few tools at their disposal that feel like they could be helpful. It just is now a question to me of if they're going to figure out how to use them. Well, they keep trying you know, and they keep failing. Because they have the glass box that only that, that Anila can't get into. They have Anila's stored memories from the remnant they have the genetic bomb they have the sonic disruptor that they stole from the miners they have the holland fleet like they seem like some good things to have Mm -hmm. but they currently don't seem to have a holistic plan to incorporate them all
2: well it's again it's not for lack of trying they just keep getting foiled so maybe hopefully some of it will come together by next week so they don't all die like i'm hoping that they won't
1: (sighs) <sighs> but, like, this is exactly what Michelle Lavretta does really well. Exactly. And I think this is what we saw during the first season, right? There were all these little bits and pieces planted throughout the first season. Mm-hmm. And then in, like, the last couple episodes, they all came together. And you're like, oh, that's why we found out about that mm-hmm. three episodes ago. Or why we found out about that seven episodes ago. And I feel like we're starting to get that happening now with them bringing Pippin back and uh, Catan and all that sort of thing, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The yeah. the mirror box last episode. So yeah, I, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I feel like one or more of our Team Awesome force is going to be like, wait, I have an idea, <laughs> and it's going to be brilliant and amazing, and I'm all excited about it.
2: <laughs> You're more excited than I am, again, I'm just nervous, so...
0: So, so what are your worries going into the finale, Annie? They're all going to die.
2: <laughs> that's always my worry going into any finale for characters I care about. I
0: do
1: feel like I hear it's... Annie say that pretty frequently. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz as she Just said, th- that's a... again, Annie's the one who said this. Annie is kind of gullible as a viewer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: How about you, Chris? What are your big worries as we go into the finale? Uh that Killjoy's will somehow not get renewed. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that too.
0: <laughs> okay, so, but for the characters on the show, what are your specific worries, Chris? Do you have any? Or are you just like, I'm along
1: for the ride! Let's see what happens. I kind of am at this point. I don't know. That's fair. I'm, I mean, of course, they've set it up that Dutch is, like, prepared to die. And I am, of course, worried about Dutch. But I don't think she's actually going to die. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, yeah. I have no idea what the alternative is going to be. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know
1: how they're going to avoid it. Mm -hmm. I I just know that they will somehow. Unless they... Right. No, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. But I feel like it has to involve them figuring out exactly what the deal is between Dutch and Anila, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's all this stuff that needs to be revealed between them also, because... I'm still not sure that Dutch fully understands the deal with the lady.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah.
1: This is my concern then, I guess, is like who or what is the lady? Mm-hmm. Cause I still don't know. Part of me is kind of like, is it maybe Anila's mother? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, maybe something with the lady will reveal some mysterious connection between Dutch and Anila that will keep them both alive or at least dutch i don't know
1: I- i'm just saying if somehow the lady is anila's mother that might explain how anila has like the predisposition towards being good with the green
2: mm.
0: maybe yeah maybe I f- yeah. since the lady lives inside of it right yeah
2: yeah i feel like some big revelation with the lady and the everybody's relation to the green will be will come up
0: I'm wondering, because I feel like Anila's memories and her recognizing where Dutch came from and what the connection is between the two of them, I feel like that's going to be important. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if the solution to that might be Zeph and Johnny figure out a way to deposit those memories in the remnant into the green and that's how Anila can remember them. Because they they took, them out, they took them out so that the lady wouldn't figure it out. However, if it comes down to, like, saving Dutch, maybe they would try that. Like, putting those old memories back into the green so that Anila could remember them again.
2: And if right. you think Anila remembered them, she would spare Dutch?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's worth a shot. True. You know?
2: <laughs> Desperate times. hmm
0: So I feel like my big worries are Hunky Monk, of course. I hope he's okay, though I know his chances are not looking good. Of course, Dutch succeeding with her plan and dying. I don't think it's going to happen, but how is it not going to happen? Ugh. And then, like you were saying, Annie, I'm worried the Jacobis are going to do something stupid and put themselves in danger to protect Dutch. I don't want that to happen that's either. that's their deal. Yeah. And then I'm also worried how, now that Johnny and Delcea are back in proximity with each other, how that's going to play out. Since we, we've heard Johnny say that he still wants to hurt Delcea in some way. Like, what, what is that going to mean?
1: I actually really appreciated that part of their exchange where he's like, you know, I'm never going to forgive you. And then is like, I would think less of you if you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was a good line.
0: And I can't remember if she says this afterward or before that, but I, I also like that she alluded to the fact that she understands what he feels now. Mm-hmm. That she yeah. took somebody he loved from him and, and why that hurts so much.
2: Yeah, that was a good line when he when he said something effective. Did you have an actual human emotion? Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's maybe a little hard to tell with Dalsea because she's always been quite chilly, uh, but, but turning Holland has not made her as emotionless as we have seen some of the other Holland to be. She's had more emotions. It feels like.
1: Which also makes me wonder if maybe she got turned using Anila's brand of goo. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's true. Since Anila also has expressed having more feelings than the typical Holland, Maybe right. that's why Anila is so connected with
2: her. So mm. It's not just Green Queens.
0: Shut up. It is just Green Queens. Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Do we want to wrap up? Do you have anything else, Annie? Oh, Chris? I wish I
2: could get a recording of Tom's uh, gorgeous rendition of the song, mm. The Wayfaring Stranger.
0: I love that song. I thought he did a great yeah. rendition of it. And I, I liked the little, they changed the lyrics slightly, probably because this is a, a, a universe that does not seem to have a like Judeo-Christian foundation to it, because he took out the I'm going over Jordan, mm-hmm. and they changed it to I'm going over yonder. But I thought it was a really nice rendition of that song.
1: Yeah, it was. It was beautiful. I, mm-hmm. for some reason, had forgotten how beautiful Tom Allison's voice was.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love that whole sequence, how it started with, you know, Dutch kind of saying goodbye and uh, how she's her fingers are trailing over Lucy's bulkhead. And then that whole sequence with the Jacoby brothers where Dav finally tells Johnny what Dutch's plan is. And Johnny, he doesn't even protest. He's like, he knew, you know.
0: <sighs> but he also knew that he was not going to let her do that exactly you know, he was gonna do what he could to yeah come up with a different way mm-hmm. i mean it's like he
1: was telling zeph before it's a matter of going along with dutch's plan but also knowing how to disobey her in just the right way yeah in order to protect order her, protect her. Yeah. yep yep
2: that's his role
1: good stuff yeah always we would love to hear your thoughts about this episode of killjoys reckoning ball
0: <laughs> get Do, it now have y'all have y'all looked up what the name of next week's episode is no i i am aware of it yes what is yeah, it okay it's wargasm <laughs> what it's a orgasm orgasm yep wargasm holy... chris keeps laughing over me saying the title wargasm holy, holy i
2: get that one but <laughs> jeez, lavretta stick in those innuendos while you can my God! <laughs> so I assume we'll have time for sexy times in the middle of all the warmongering? mongering. Oh,
0: fingers f- crossed, man! At least some smoochies.
2: And we need. Oh, you're just thinking, Green Queens will,
0: or other folks. Yeah, I- I'm happy you know. to have other people be happy. <laughs> you know, so I'll, I'll I'll this, as long this, as people are and care. survives, and Dutch
2: <laughs> has to, you know,
1: use sexy times to. You know, nurse them back to health or something. Yeah.
2: Okay. That'll work.
1: I've got to say that the people in charge of lighting on Killjoys really know what they're doing. I know. yeah, Like maximum muscle definition lighting. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to hear your thoughts about this episode of Killjoys. You can send them to killjoys at com. We love getting voice messages, which you can send to us in a couple of ways. You can record a voice memo on your smartphone and email it to us, or you can call our listener voicemail line at 972-514-7223. Follow us on Twitter or Tumblr at Killjoys Podcast.
0: The Quad is part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts. To find our other podcasts about Orphan Black, Winona Earp, and many other shows, visit our website, askgenretv.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the Quad. (laughs) we <laughs>